Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello to you. Got a question for you. Uh, what's that? All right. If you could take out any universal IP from the theme parks, what would it be? Uh, does it have to be a movie? No, I said IP. So if it's a show, if it's a... Because I would take back, I would take out the Fear Factor. Oh yeah, the Fear Factor building back there. Because there's such a huge spot back there. I know that you could do. I mean, I know they use yep. it for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, but yeah. you could put in. I mean, back there, you could, well, for sure, one good attraction. And you know what they should do? They should bring back Waterworld. <laughs> I mean, it's still in Hollywood. It is. <laughs> so Although maybe. I've seen that, I've never seen it in person. I've seen videos of it, and it is mm-hmm. a really cool show. It's just like outdated. Yeah. See, what they need yeah. to do is get Kevin Costner and just remake a movie that didn't do very well mm-hmm. in the hopes that it catches on and then it would fit. I mean, that's an option. But yes, Fear Factor <laughs> would be would be a good one too. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking a ride, um, just because it's older would be probably the Men in Black one. I feel like you could update that to something else. You could keep the okay. same concept, but maybe just replace the IP. Okay. I mean, Men in Black is what? When's the last? I mean, I know there was, wasn't there a third one with like mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth that didn't do very well, but technically. Oh, how really long ago that was one. that? Like when's the last one when you had Tommy Lee and Will Smith uh, oh, together? Oh gosh. That'd have been um, like. The or, early 2000s? Right. So it's been. Maybe 2000? Probably like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. It's been you? a while. What about you? I will give you one guess. Oh, I forgot about this. I know which one you're going to say. I will give you one guess. You're going to get rid of The Simpsons. I would 100%. (laughs) I understand that people like that show. And that area, it is themed fairly well. Yeah. You know, the, the, the shops and the restaurants and some of the things from the show. But it replaced my favorite ride, and I am bitter till the end. And your favorite ride was? Back to the Future. Yeah. Back to the Future. I mean, we went back, I believe, in like 2012. Mm, 2013. Okay, because I remember mm. riding the ride. I, I went to Universal Studios enough to remember that. Like, I always enjoyed it. And then you literally wouldn't ride it. Nope. For years. Hey, I've ridden it one time, and I was like, Nope, never again. That's it. I'm done. I'm see. I'm not a big Simpsons person, so for me, it is okay themed. But I, I would rather have like Back to the Future because if you're gonna have ET, yes. Back to the Future is still a very popular movie. Which and in that realm, oh, let's just get, bring back Jaws. Yeah, what Jaws shut down because it was it had, it broke down a lot, right? I mean, it did have problems. Yeah, it did have problems. Kind of but... like kind of like when they filmed Jaws. And yes. it had problems. It's almost that as if Jaws the movie is cursed. Maybe it is. And there's, but it, yeah. yeah, it, um, it was yeah, it was right there next to what is now uh, Hogwarts Express or like King's Cross Station. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to replace. Yeah, there. I mean they still have the giant shark out there. They do, they do. But anyway, so I just wanted to know. I just want to know. So thank you for answering my question. You're you're welcome. Um, so we've got a little bit of news we want to cover before we get into our topic today, which is we stayed at Aventura Hotel for the first time. We did. And so we're going to talk about so our experience there. Yeah, we've stayed at all of the Universal Hotels now. Yes, we correct? have. Okay. Well, we're fancy. We're fancy. Uh, but first, we'll, we'll talk about some news. So the first thing I want to mention is that 
we covered this on our Thursday main Disney podcast show. Um, Brightline is b- building a high-speed rail that will have a station near the new Epic Universe theme park. It is also close to the Orange County Convention Center. And we kind of discussed the proximity to Epic Universe and the rest of the Universal Parks and, and kind of what that would do for Universal. Yeah, I mean... Just to reiterate a little bit, and since then, what I have learned, it, there's, it's hard to know for sure, but it seems as if uh, Universal may have actually kind of forced this to happen, which I think could be smart. I don't know this for certain, but so basically what happened to us, there was supposed to be a, a bright line, which is like this, you know, what are you going to call it, fast train that would go come from MCO, and it's also going to come from Miami, and they were going to have a stop at Disney Springs. Or a station, I guess, which you you know would assume people will come in. They get off at Disney Springs and they would start their trip. Maybe uh, they announced Wednesday that that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. That Disney didn't give any details. They just said it wasn't going to happen. So what I've been hearing, and I've talked to a few people that live in the Orlando area, is that basically Brightline. There's two scenarios, or they're kind of the same scenario. I'm not really sure, but Brightline basically was like this is going to be expensive. They asked Disney to help pay for it because obviously this would help Disney out a lot. Disney said no, and Universal said yes, that they would help, and they would ergo, which is why there's supposedly a station going in at the convention center that is going to be near Epic Universe. The other scenario is that, both scenarios are that Universal, you know, is helping pay for this, and but the reason is that's what yanked it away from Disney. I don't know which one it is, but everything I'm hearing is that Universal, you know, stepped up to the plate and, and got this to happen near them, which is a big win for Universal. Because one of the issues we've talked about with Epic Universe, while it's, I'm, and I'm really excited for Epic Universe, but when you look at Universal, how are people going to get there? And there's still a question of how are people going to get there from, you know, the main CityWalk area and the hotels and things of that nature. But mm-hmm. this is definitely something that will benefit Universal quite a bit if it happens. I, I just, I like I reiterated on the main show, these, you know, high-speed trains have been proposed in all over the country and they tend to be kind of money dumps uh, or money pits and a lot of them never actually come to fruition so we'll see if this one happens uh hopefully it does but if it does this would be a really big benefit to universal i believe so i agree with you partly about maybe universal decided they were going to fund some of this i don't know if that's true or not but what is true is that Lobbies for the city and for business associations like around the Orlando area said, um, no, I don't think so. Why don't we put a station where there's more than just Disney to cover all of our businesses around like the downtown area, yeah. International Drive, like all that area. So that's what happened. I believe and Disney was like, well, that if you're gonna do that, then no st- station at Disney Springs. Well, and I could see. I think it. I think that all that scenario. And like, again, I was just saying, I've talked to some people that live in the area. So I, again, I don't know this to be 100 percent true, but I, you know, I could see the scenario where maybe Brightline went to Disney, and Disney maybe if they would have stepped up and offered some more money, could have made it happen, but they just didn't. I don't really know which way, but. Either way, I agree. If I'm if I'm the city of Orlando, this benefits more than just Disney. This benefits, you yeah. know, a lot of you know SeaWorld, the Universal. greater Orlando area. Yeah, yeah. But especially given the location of what's going to go in, that's a big that's a big plus for Universal. Mm-hmm. 
And the next story I want to talk about today is that Universal Orlando Passholder Appreciation Days will be August 15th through September 30th. And that's pretty much all we know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, A, at least they're doing it. I will say one thing about being, ever since we've been pass holders at Universal, they definitely, I feel like more valued by Universal. They do a lot of little yeah. things. You get a lot more discounts and things. But uh, I'm curious to see what they'll do here. But the fact that they're making the effort and doing something, uh, I, I appreciate that as a pass holder. Would you like to know the last time Disney did pass holder appreciation days? I'm guessing uh, 2017. I think so. Either 2017 or 2018. It's been four or five years I vaguely remember there being one, and this is when we still lived in Missouri, and I remember being one, and basically we didn't go, obviously, but I heard from people that went that it was really half half tried. I'll put it that way. It didn't seem Mm -hmm. like it was very meh. And then ever since then, even before COVID, they didn't anymore. Yeah. And so I'm, I mean, I'm really glad that Universal is making the effort. And so it's kind of, it's nice to have these days again. So we'll, we'll give you more information as we learn it. So, yeah. Um, and also the Wantalon, Wantalon, <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. A Luau dinner show is returning to Royal Pacific Resort. This is a, it's kind of like, kind of like the spirit of Aloha. But not really. So it's it's different, but it's similar. Um, it's eighty nine dollars for adults. Starts at six p.m. on Saturday nights only, and it is family friendly. Well, for those that don't know, the and yeah, I'm Spirit sorry. of Aloha was the, uh, the Hawaiian Disney. show that they had at Polynesian at Disney. Yeah, that they no longer have because that area has been demolished for the tower they're putting over there. So this is yes. if you're wanting a from the luau, yeah, a luau type <laughs> thing. This is like it was in terms of theme parks. I don't know if there's any place in Orlando, but this is maybe the only option to do that is over here. And we would like to try this eventually, um, but definitely just like a date night thing, not with our our kids. I mean, I think our kids would enjoy like they they had like the fire twirling. I'm I imagine sure our son do. would be enthralled by watching it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, there's also lots of new universal themed lounge fly backpacks popping up like everywhere, including a back to the future one. Yes. I'm aware of such bags <laughs> existing. I want it really bad. Cause what happens now is there's anything like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, especially if you're in the Facebook group, uh, which if you're not, you should capture the magic Facebook community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, people listening to the show, anytime there's something that pops up that is, I would say Jamie related. I get inundated, or I'll, it'll it'll pop up. So I was I was made well aware that there was a Back to the Future backpack that had come out. Well, are you also aware? The last thing I want to talk about is that there's a Back to the Future the musical coming to Broadway in 2023. I wasn't until <laughs> I read that. Uh, I I don't know what to. I'm, I'm not a musical fan. I prefer like to me if I, I I don't know why there needs to be a musical when there's a perfectly good movie you can watch. Well, it's been around for a few years, but it's just now coming to Broadway. So I don't know. I I mean I would probably watch it just because it's based on my favorite movie, but I'm sure I don't know it, what it's about. I feel like it'd be weird watching Doc sing. Probably that seems a bit yep. strange. And like Biff, I feel like those parts would be weird to sing. But it would be a little bit. Weird. Do you think they sing a lot about the? The you know the the romance or potential romance between the uh, mother and son. 
Oh gosh, I make it like really <laughs> awkward. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. Well, that's all a little bit of the news that we wanted to cover today. But we also want to mention some cool new shirts you can try in our shop, and they're all universal themed. So take it away, Jared. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of. We're adding a lot more of universal Harry Potter shirts mm-hmm. to the shop. So we've got. Um, we've had the Dementors and Prison Mike one, which are, are the Wizard of you know look out for this dangerous wizard, which is prison Mike, which I, it's a funny one. If you're a fan of the office, it makes sense. But, uh, so we're adding some ones we got, I am wearing now, if you're watching this, it's a, it's a Hagrid's motorcycle shirt. We have a Ollivander's shirt mm-hmm. as well. And then there will be another shirt we're adding as well. I believe I'm thinking probably butterbeer. I'm debating on two other final designs. We're gonna have at least three more universal slash Harry Potter designs coming into the shop. So, I had a lot of demand for them mm-hmm. and I enjoy those are fun to design as well because you kind of get more vintage and, and retro with them. So we've got those yeah. coming to the shop. Um, by the time this comes out, they should be in the shop. So okay. you can check them out. CTMshirts.com is where you can check those out and you can save 15% off of all the shirts in there because of you being lovely listeners and just use the promo code Hagrid and it'll save you, save you 15% off of whatever shirts you buy. But Okay. It would be a shame if you didn't use the code Hagrid and get a Hagrid shirt. But That would be a shame. I, I imagine Hagrid would be upset. <laughs> but yes. Thank you, Jared. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Aventura Hotel. So we stayed here mm, a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. um, like you said, it was our first time staying there. And it completed our um, Universal Hotel uh, extravagant conquest i guess conquest (laughs) i don't know so we've stayed at all the hotels so i I feel like we have a good grasp on what you know universal offers as far as that goes so this this completed that and um what do you want to say about the hotel generally speaking no details but just generally like when you when you see it when you go in what's the feeling uh the feeling is very modern I think okay. is a good way to start that. It's it's a uh, which a lot of universal ones are, are laid out different. It's, it's a tower, so it's very tall, but it yeah. reminds me a lot of the style of hotel you would find in Vegas. It's kind of how yeah. it reminds me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing I you know we'll get into the details of it, but I like the feel of it. Very modern, definitely different from uh, which is right nearby it, which is Sapphire Falls, which is one of my favorites, and a lot of the other ones. But uh, yeah, I would say very modern is the feel. Is that would you agree or yeah i would and i just basically taking what from from what universal has said about it, it says it is a modern and stylish place to stay this perfectly priced hotel offers great views of all three universal orlando theme parks and is underscored by a design that is vibrant free-flowing and calming it is your chill zone your party place your hangout your refuge and it's just plain cool <laughs> So that's what they said when they described it. I actually agree with Um, most of that description. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very chill. I feel like it is very chill. I I got the vibe. It was very, it wasn't noisy. It was very sort of laid back. And I mean, it was, there was quite a few people there, but it never seemed, you know, I wouldn't say it was vibrant. It didn't have that feeling. It was, but yeah, I would say chill was a good. Very chill. Verb for it. Yeah. And very simple. Um, There's not a lot of frills with this hotel. It is what it is, and it, it's that's what it says it is, and that's that's great. And we'll go into what we're talking about with that. Um, but you want to start with the location. So we we talked about where it is. It's right next to Sapphire Falls. Yeah, right next to, right next to Sapphire Falls, which is right across the street from Cabana Bay. 
So you're right near Volcano Bay. And they actually share a driveway. Yes. So you d- pull into the driveway for Sapphire Falls and Aventura, and you go right to Aventura and just keep going straight for Sapphire Falls. So they like, s- s- kind of share this one little driveway, if you will. Yeah, they do. Uh, it, it, location-wise, it's really good, especially if you want to go to Volcano Bay, because yeah. it's literally a five-minute walk, if even that, to Volcano Bay from there. Yeah, I guess we can talk about that. So there is a walkway directly right next to Aventura that'll take you to the security and the bus stop for Aventura, and then that's where you go under. Um, I mean, how convenient is that? Very convenient. Very, very convenient. You can go all... We had some friends that were staying over at Cabana Bay, and we went over there. To get over there, (laughs) you can cross the... You're not supposed to do this. You can cross the street. Yeah. It's a busy street, though. I saw people doing it, but we have two small kids. There's no crosswalk. There's no crosswalk. Yeah. And so we decided that we go a little bit further down. There is a walk bridge over. You go down to the right a little bit, and it's there. So it probably takes you an extra... I'd say 10 minutes to do that. At least. But yeah. you can get across. And it's, it's not a terrible walk, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not a straight shot. But you can get over there. So we did go over to, over to uh, Cabana Bay and uh, walk over that way both ways. But yeah, we just didn't risk mm-hmm. it. I mean, some people were. I don't. I wouldn't say I would advise it because I don't think it's actually technically legal. I think it's technically jaywalking. Right. Well, Cabana Bay, if you're not familiar with the area, Cabana Bay, Aventura, Sapphire Falls, it sits directly off of like the I-4 exit. Yeah. So people are coming in directly from I four. So it can be dangerous if it's a if it's busy. I you know with the stroller with the kids like Jared said we just didn't want to chance it. So we did take that pedestrian bridge that goes over to Cabana Bay and it shoots you out on the like opposite side. So then you have to walk all the way back to the lobby if that's where you're going. So yeah. it's a little it's a little annoying. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's let's talk about our room. So uh, what kind of room did we have, Mr. Jared? Uh, this was a deluxe two queen room, and mm-hmm. it was our room is an interesting layout because it was on the corner a bit, so it was very long, kind of wide. So when you walk in, you kind of had a longer hallway. When you walk in, you have mm-hmm. a bed to your right, and then you walk in a little bit more, and you've got a bed to your left, and then it curves around to the right, and that's where like the bathroom and sinks and all that stuff is. So it didn't feel cramped. But it was just an odd layout for a room, I would say. Oh, yeah. Not one you're normally going to find. But I will say this again. This room felt very Vegas. It did. Feeling to me. It did. It was... it. One thing I like about the Universal Hotels, well, not all of them, but a lot of them, is that it has floor-to-ceiling windows. Yeah. Loved that. That was really cool because we had a cool view of... We could see Cabana Bay. Well, I guess, yeah, we can talk about the view. So, like, what what can we see from our giant windows? You can see Cabana Bay. You can see Volcano Bay. Uh, you can see... I'm trying to think of other things. Um, you can see Orange County Convention Center. You yeah, can you see, see I-4. There. You can see, you can see a lot. all of that well, stuff Well, because we there. were on the 12th floor. Yeah. So we had a pretty bird's eye view of stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, the view was cool. The room, the, the Again, it felt very modern, very Vegas. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to, I was going to describe again, the shape of the room, like Jared said, it is on a curve, but that is the construction of the building. So yes. most of the, um, the, the deluxe rooms are on that curve. A standard room does not have a curve window. Right. I didn't think it probably would. Right. So those are an option. You also have kids suites, which are even bigger also on a curve and again the layout with the bed over here and then the bed over there and then oh, this is funny so the bathroom okay so it, there's a sink 
outside and then there's the toilet and the shower in its own like you know water closet thing so if you have the door open and you're taking a shower or you're going to the bathroom you can just see right out your window yes <laughs> it's like oh hey everybody i'm just using the bathroom yeah. <laughs> it's very it's very strange i mean not um, that anybody really could see from there they have to be up really high correct but, but still like it's just <laughs> it's just funny. window washers could see in there if yeah. they were on there um there's plenty of outlets in this room Yes, there are, there are a ton of outlets, and it even has mm -hmm. an iPad where you control basically all the aspects of the room. I think this is a good selling point for this hotel is the iPad controls. I agree. It's, so it, it controls what? It controls the lights. It controls the air conditioning. It, it's where you can you could order room service. Mm -hmm. The you, TV. TV. Yeah, you can watch on the TV. You could watch the channels. You could watch YouTube. I believe you mm -hmm. could you could hook up. You could have your own login for like Netflix and Hulu. I didn't have Disney Plus, which they're a competitor, so I get it. I wouldn't, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. If it was me. Uh, so they had a lot of, I mean, you can basically control everything from the room uh, on the iPad there. Uh, and also do want to mention um, that uh, you can request, like, if you need items from, like, housekeeping, you can, you can, right, you can message them and they'll, and they'll bring your well, stuff. Well, you had the robot come. I do want to mention this. So, yeah. um, so they have a, I don't know, it's just a little robot dude that they can send up with small items that you request. And his name is Relay. So I wanted to I wanted to get Relay to come to the room. I asked for uh, extra shampoo and conditioner because we did need that. So I, I requested it. And then about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes later, um, I get a call and it says, Relay is at your door. I was asking you to ask you. you didn't, <laughs> we didn't talk about this, how it notifies you. that. Yeah. It's at, I was like, if that thing knocks... No, no. It's going to become self-aware. <laughs> no. You know, Jamie did this when I wasn't in the room because I think she I knew. I think you're in the shower. She knew my feelings of robots <laughs> yeah. and becoming self-aware. But our daughter and I did this. We were really excited about it. So they call or it calls you and says like, I am at the door, relays at the door. So you open it and there's a little screen right in front that says hi and then opens up the little flap thing and your items are inside. You just take it out. And he's like, can I help you with anything else today? And then you say, no, like you can answer it and talk to it. And then he's like, were you satisfied with your service? And you say, you know, five stars or you select how many stars you want. And then he, and then he says something about like, I'm going to sleep or I'm, I'm going to bed. And we're like, okay, bye relay. And he's, he goes, beep, boop, boop, beep. Beep, boop. He just beeps. <laughs> he just beeps. Okay. Um, so he, he doesn't talk. You know, he just beeps, but he does have a little screen in the front that will ask you questions and, and tell you what you need to know. So yeah. that was, was kind of neat. And he just kind of, he goes back into, the, I guess, the elevator, comes down, and then goes like goes to sleep, yeah, I guess, at the front an, how desk. How does it call an elevator? I don't know how it works. I honestly don't. I I'm mean, sure they have some sort of control. Absolutely. Um, but the the front desk guy, because I did ask, because I was very interested about this, because I think it's cool. He did say that if you do want Relay to come to the room in lieu of like a housekeeping or a front desk person, do not request it on the iPad. Um, you have to go into like, not where it says like room requests. You have to go into like actual customer service and like physically talk to like a person like message a person directly huh. because if you ask for items from that room re room requests or request amenities or whatever it is, then it will be a physical person that brings it to you. 
Well, that's not as cool. I know. <laughs> but he told me that. And he was like, just so you know, make sure you do it this way. Otherwise, you won't get relay. I was like, you know what? Interesting. I'm going to take your advice. I mean, and I did it. A, so. a, it's a novelty thing. But it's also, I mean, I'm sure it cuts down on staff. Like, if they have to run stuff up, just send the robot to go do it. I know. It's so fun. So, anyway, it was nice to, nice to experience relay while we were there. Um, I also want to mention that oh, there was like a little je- a desk, a little chair um, it wasn't very big. It was right by the bathroom. It was very small, yeah. Um, there was a little closet. Um, I don't know. It was, it was very. It was. It was a decent size. It had. I would say it's about standard of what you would yeah, find in a hotel. Yeah, place to put your luggage and everything, and had a um, no. I said they had a refrigerator, no microwave, no toaster, coffee maker, and a few drawers. That was basically it. It was just very simple. As a lot of modern styling things, it's not big on a lot of stores. It's more, much more sleek. Oh, this is say. definitely for like the young adult in mind. Yeah, so this, this isn't for families. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this isn't a spot I would say, at least for what we could see. Like, this is where you would go for a weekend, not as much like a five night stay. I would not stay here for five nights for for us personally. For like the kids and I, you and me, sure. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I, I would say yeah, it's more for. I, I believe this hotel would, would probably be more built for sort of a weekend getaway type thing or a couple of nights. Yeah. Um, I also do want to mention this. There's no lotion toiletries. Like they don't have lotion in the little. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. It's just like an odd thing that you yeah. notice, but uh, they do have Bluetooth speaker hookups. You can hook up a Bluetooth. Um, the internet was terrible. Do you remember how terrible the internet was, the internet bad, was bad? And also we couldn't get any signal. Yeah. With our phone. So we have we have AT&T. Normally we don't have any issues, especially in Orlando. But yeah, the internet was not good. And then we couldn't get a signal with our phones. So that part but was not the best. they offer upgrade to Premium Plus wireless internet access for optimal entertainment and business needs. So maybe they just don't make it as good. So they want you to upgrade. Oh, I'm sure they do. So, But I've never had an issue <laughs> at any of the other Universal hotels with this. I've never had a problem where like... Either. I, mean, tip, I bring my laptop and I'll do work, you know, when we're you know, staying in places. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've never had an issue like logging into a website. I mean, that's not like I'm trying to do like, I'm not trying to do heavy streaming or anything in the room. Right. Uh, but even logging into websites and just doing stuff like that, it was, yeah, it was very slow if, it, if even I could get it to connect. So it was just, yeah, maybe just a bad area we were at. Maybe it just didn't get a lot of signal there or something. Yeah. Well, um, that's basically it for the room. Unless there's anything else you can think of. Oh, there with the with a large window, you have large curtains. You do have large <laughs> curtains. I would say the TV was it was mounted up high, and mm-hmm. it wasn't a huge TV. And it had a little stool underneath it. It was fine. It was it again. It was I liked the the look and feel of the room. I did. I, did I thought too. I thought it was cool. It's just one where. Yeah, I don't. I I would really enjoy it for a week, and I don't know if I would enjoy at least the room we had for like a week. Yeah, I do want to mention also. I keep th- I keep thinking of things that I forgot. Um, it was a little loud from the street noise from where we were. I could I could hear a lot of honking, a lot of cars going by. Luckily, we have white noise. We bring like fans to sleep with, mm-hmm. so sleeping isn't a problem. But if you are a light sleeper and you don't bring that stuff, that is something to consider because we were facing the street, like across from uh, Cabana Bay. Yeah. So that is just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's go downstairs and talk about what are the things you can find in the lobby. So, what food? What food can you find? 
Well, there's, so in the lobby, they have a bar that's mm-hmm. in the lobby there. I didn't have anything at this bar, but I did talk. The bartender was very friendly. Uh, they, <laughs> was I think friendly. they were open until like 10, but you could get <laughs> drinks like directly in the lobby. They also had a Starbucks there in the lobby, which you'll find at most of the Universal hotels. Mm-hmm. And then they had a food area where you could get pizza. And I think this was called Urban Pantry. Urban Pantry. So you could get pizza. You could get uh, burgers, like this is all like made to order stuff. So you go and tell them what you want and then they make it. And then it's sushi. Yeah. They did have sushi. They had uh, Asian station. They had some cold items you could go grab. They had beer and things like that. They had grab and go mm-hmm. like fridges. You can grab stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one place they had burgers, you could get like some pasta. Like, I mean, typical, yeah. at least universal, a lot of their quick service you can find in their hotels and stuff like that. And it is open for breakfast, lunch and dinner and snacks. So yes. it's open all the time. And we did try the mushroom and Swiss burger and fries here. And you also got a pizza. I did. Yeah. And I will say the pizza area was, they actually had a pizza oven, had open, like, you know, fire, how you're supposed to make it and everything like that. So uh, my burger was actually pretty decent. The bur- Honestly, the burgers, their quick service food, especially at Universal, is usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I still think the best burger I've had is over at Cabana Bay in terms of their quick service burger, but it was pretty good. The fries were okay, but the burger was pretty, it was, it was juicy. It was it, the lots of mushrooms on this one. And, uh, I was, I was pleased. So I would have liked to try some of the Asian fusion thing, uh, part that they had in the, in the urban pantry area, but I didn't get to try it. Maybe yeah. next time. My pizza was these, I got the meat lovers, which it wasn't bad. So one thing I do love about universal is you get a AP discount, even on the quick service food. So I think we got 10% off of that, which mm-hmm. took off. So the pizza, I think, after discount was $14, I believe. And it's just one size, which is a pretty, you know, it's it's probably about a medium size, I would say, from a normal pizza place. But pizza, was, it was solid. It wasn't the best thing I've ever had, but it was, A, it was better than anything you get, for the most part, at Disney, outside of Via Napoli. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was filling, and it was, it, was, it was good. I enjoyed it. So I think we're definitely worth that price. I... I like it. I kind of figured it might be a little better with how the they had the whole pizza oven set up and everything like that. Yeah. But good. If you're hungry and you like pizza, you you will you will like it. Fair enough. And the bar downstairs is called Bar Ventura. Okay. Yeah. So and I haven't tried anything from there. Have you? Did you? Bar still? Ventura. Yeah. No, I didn't get anything. Okay, there. I didn't no. think so. Okay. Um, and then outside we can mention real quick there is a pool bar outside just drinks there's no food out there uh, called bar soul we did not go out there and we did not use the pool this time but the pool from what we could see is very small it is very small very it's much small. more of a lounge pool type thing yeah. it's not much of it's it, not a recreational pool no like we went over to cabana bay because our friends are over there and if you've ever been over there they have two pools and they're all they're both huge and our kids love those pools over there. Yeah. Uh, much more. I, I don't think the Vent- Aventura pool is definitely meant for like kids. It didn't have a slide and stuff like that. I don't think it's meant for kids and stuff, but no, um, they do have like a tiny splash area, Yeah, but it wasn't, again, wasn't much. Do you have a little fitness center? Again, it's, it's fairly small. We didn't actually use it. Um, they have the flagship universal studio store that they have to hit every single hotel mm-hmm. that they all look the same. Um, and then you got to experience, I think is what is the major draw of this hotel, which is the rooftop bar. Yes, this is the, the rooftop bar, uh, bar 17 is what this is called. And this is up on the 17th floor. 
and you go up there and it, it I mean, it, it's kind of a simple bar once you get up there. It's just got a bar in the center. It's got a lot of seating. Uh, it does wrap kind of the whole wrap around the entire rooftop area. Mm-hmm. So there's tons of seating, but the bar area itself is kind of small. Okay. So there's not a lot of, but you can, you walk around, you can get, you know, they've got plaster, not plastic, but they got windows up. So you know, it's probably acrylic. I believe it is. So you can see a lot of, it's got some cool views up there. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was nice. Again, the bar was, it was more simple than I thought. I kind of thought the way that, you know, they kind of advertise it as kind of this swanky mm-hmm. bar. It, it was pretty simple, but it was, a, it was, you know, a functional bar. Had there, I was there with a friend of mine and we had a couple of drinks and just hung out. Uh, the food was okay. It does serve food here. Pretty basic bar food, but got lots yeah. of seating, like sort of like couches and stuff. So definitely kind of a lounge. So you could go up here and yeah. it, it can hold a lot of people, I will say. I'm sure they have like meetings and weddings and the like up Probably, here Probably, if I were to guess. I was surprised we, we before we left, we walked around. And there was even, I mean, way more even in the back area than we were at. So there's mm-hmm. there, it wraps around quite a bit here. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't it's know good. how much of a, of a feature point this would be. Like, oh, you have to stay here for the bar. Because you can go up there without staying there, right? Yeah, you can just go up there. Okay. It but it does use a separate elevator. Uh, yes, they have their own elevator that goes up there. It says That's 17 crazy. on there and you yeah. take it up there. Isn't that weird? Yeah. it's uh, it, Again, it's fine. It's not bad at all. But I think it's it's uh, the way they kind of feature it. I was expecting something a little more, I guess I would say swanky is the word. But Ritzy? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But Well, how are the views up there? Like, what, I mean, could you see literally everything? You can see a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, you can see you uh, what is that big Ferris wheel over there in Orlando. Orlando Eye. The Orlando Eye. Yeah, you could see, I mean, and you could walk around the whole thing, so you can get views up there from everywhere. So yeah. I think, it would, now, when we were up there, it was at night, so you couldn't see a lot because it was dark, but I think during the day or, like, in the evening time, yeah, you could have some really cool views. I think it'd be a really good picture spot with probably sunset coming in and stuff of that nature. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't get to try it. I didn't get to go up there, but maybe maybe next time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't <laughs> have any. I don't know if they've got any specialty drinks. I just had a beer. And, uh, okay. Yeah, I saw we tried a little bit of food, and there was people. There's quite a few people eating, so I don't know how. I don't think they had a big, huge food menu. I think it's a typical bar. What'd you get? Uh, I didn't get anything. Uh, my buddy Don, he got uh, chicken wings. Oh, okay. And they were pretty good. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Solid bar wings, I would say. So for our stay on this is a Thursday night when we stayed at this hotel. It was one sixty nine. And that was with an annual pass holder discount. If you go to the website and you look at pricing, it'll tell you that it starts at 132 per night. And that's for like off-season pricing. So we were staying in the, in the basically in the beginning of summer and uh, on a Thursday. So the pricing for this was actually really good. And we didn't get just a standard room. We got the deluxe room. Mm-hmm. which gave us a little bit more space. Now they do have kids suites that are even more expensive. Um, and those are like 575 square feet and, and lots of views and everything, but there's really not a, more, a lot of variety of rooms here. Um, and one last thing, parking. We didn't mention parking yet. They do have their own parking garage. It's $18 a day to park there. If you're a guest. Yeah, they now I will say the parking garage when I went and parked the car, they have some cool views over there. In the parking garage? I it surprised you can see like Cabana Bay and had a really cool view of like the actual Aventura Hotel because uh, I think I parked on the third floor. I was up a little bit. So, they actually have some pretty decent 
views, which is kind of surprising from the parking garage. Okay. Very cool. Um, well, I mean, I'm glad we stayed here. I'm glad we checked it out. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I'm not going to say it's my least favorite either. I don't know. I Now that we have stayed at all the hotels that, that Universal offers, I'm excited to kind of you know, do finally do an episode where we can say like, okay, this is the definitive list for us. What we think is the best, you know, or rank them, you know, I agree. I agree. What what would you give this on a scale of one to 10? Oh gosh. All factors considered for what it is, for what it tells you it is for pricing. I would probably give this a six and a half. Okay. Um, I like its proximity to Volcano Bay. That's nice. Um, food options are lacking, in my opinion. Um, well, it doesn't have any sit-down restaurants. Doesn't have any, it doesn't, well, it doesn't have a table service, right. I mean, right. like, most of the ones don't, unless you're a moderate or, like, a, a medium, whatever the medium is, yeah. and above. Um, it, it, the pricing is, is good, though. The, the views are good. So, yeah, I would, I would give it. I would give it a six and a half. Yeah, I, I would probably say six, seven range is what I would say. I, I like the location of it. I felt like the uh, one, you know, drawback is I don't think, not that they don't, aren't welcoming, but I don't really think it's super kid friendly. Definitely built for millennial types. There for, like I said, a kind of a weekend getaway type thing. It's If you're going to go to Volcano Bay, it's a really good spot there. The room was fine. Our room layout was kind of odd, but again, it wasn't bad. And again, if you're just going to go to the parks mostly and just you're going in and out, it's not going to be a big deal. But yeah, I would say six, six and a half, seven, somewhere around there. Uh, I definitely like in the same similar price range. I would definitely prefer Cabana Bay over this. Okay. For sure. Okay. So, but again, we'll have an episode where we kind of rank all these. But yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I would stay here again. Okay. It would not be my first choice. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's, I think that's all we have about Aventura. Um, did you want to mention anything before we move on? About Aventura? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. You good? Okay, yeah. great. Um, well, hope you guys liked listening to our review about Aventura. If you want some more content, you should check out our other shows on the network. We've got the main Capture the Magic podcast show we have on Thursdays. It's me and Jared. We talk all about Disney, so catch us every Thursday. We also got the uh, Trip Tales. That's one, or sorry, twice a month on the main feed, and that's where I have a person on every episode talk about their most recent Disney or Universal vacation and um the next one will be coming out in a week i think so i try to have those again twice a month if i can um and once a month we have a show called outside the bubble where we explore other orlando or central florida based options as far as entertainment goes and we're kind of uh we're kind of covering things like you know we did peppa pig park which is the last episode we've done some uh condo options you can do in Kissimmee. um we're going to explore other theme parks in the area more hotels restaurants etc so catch that once a month on mondays and for even more content exclusive uh, exclusive podcast shows, discounts, and the like. You should join Club 32. That's our exclusive club. What else should they know about Club 32, Jared? Well, it's 
again, you get extra content and it helps us to fund the operation here, you know, pay the bills, keep the lights on and everything. <laughs> and in return, like Jamie said, you get a private podcast feed. You also get exclusive shows where we have a cooking show. We do a, a show once a month on a live stream where we make a dish out of, you know, a Disney dish. We may even do a universal dish here soon sometime. Yeah. Uh, we also have couple of other live streams one just called club th- or, uh, the speakeasy i'll just usually go live on the back porch hang out with a drink and just chat about whatever we have the club 32 show which is sort of our flagship show where it's kind of a long form show where we'll answer whatever questions you guys have we'll do reviews in there so we did like a kenobi review any movie reviews we'll put in there so it's just sort of a catch-all show and again this is on the private podcast feed so you can listen to it at your leisure whenever you like uh and then we also of course have there's music loops on that feed as well. So if you, all the Disney music loops and we're, we're going to get some universal ones on there as well. So you can listen to the people like listen to those when they're studying or, you know, doing stuff around the house. And, uh, also by being a club 32 member, you get 20% off of C team apparel and 1901 candle company candles. So, uh, you can, yeah, as soon as you sign up, you automatically get that applied to your orders on there, which is always a good perk. And we have monthly and yearly options. So you can do, uh, yearly, you get a free T-shirt. If you want to do monthly, you can actually do a free trial to make sure if it, if you if you like it. And we also have in park live streams uh, when we go, you know, Universal or Disney, and uh, yeah, all that stuff. So if you want to check it out, you go to ctmvip.com, and that's where you can uh, check out all the options. And if you join, we'd love to have you. And uh, there's all I forgot to mention. There's also a f- private Facebook group and a Discord as well. So check it out, ctmvip.com. And if you're just like, guys, that's not enough uh, of Jamie and Jared. I need more. We're also on a lot of social media platforms. Like we mentioned, we're in Capture the Magic Community Facebook groups. So you should join that. As well as Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok. Uh, are we also on Pinterest? Yeah. I, it's an experiment I'm using on Pinterest. I mean, you can okay. follow us on Pinterest. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. It's just... And we're either Capture the Magic or Cap the Magic, depending on what platform you're on. So please follow us all over there. We try to stay active as it, much as possible. Those are all in the show notes, too. So. Yes. So um, I think that's it for today. So thank you, Jared, for joining me and talking about Aventura. You're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.